This is a previously recorded episode. All right. You got to eat these mics just so it's the way the room's set up. I got to right tighten down to keep all the background noise out. Right on. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> we're live. Yep, yep. Right now? We're live. Oh. Hey, we're live. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 43 of the Ninja Starship Podcast, broadcasting live from the floor of the 2016 Motor City Comic Con. It is good to be back. My God, it's been two weeks since we put out an episode. I'm shaking off the cobwebs. Will, how have you been? Oh, my God. I've been going through withdrawals and just shaking my bathroom like, where's Jimmy? Why do you bathe me? Jimmy, Jimmy, where you at? I I think about you in the bathroom, too. Oh, my God. Thank you. Different different kind of shaking. Yeah, Yeah, different kind of shaking. shaking. Right. (laughs) So much has happened since our last episode. We got the first glimpse of the Power Rangers suits. Uh, Civil War has come out. What's one? You, what do you want to tackle first? Flip a coin. Giant Ant Man. Giant Ant. <laughs> all right. Civil War. Giant Man. We saw Giant Man. Spoilers for those that haven't seen it. Sorry. Anyone who listens <laughs> to this show knows spoilers is a given. <laughs> I, I got a perfect thing to go along with this Giant Man thing. So I take my kid to see Civil War on Friday night, and you know we're watching it. And when that happened, my kid lost his shit like I've never seen him, man. He just, oh, my God, giant ass. Oh, yeah. He's the screen flipping out and shit. It was beautiful. Well, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I'm Jimmy McKnight. I am your host. Joining me, as always, my partner in crime, Mr. Will Blattman. How's it going, guys? Elegant weapon host, Mr. Jason Clark. An elegant weapon host. My first time live on your show. Live, right, Here right, yes. You, yes. you broke your cherry. It's all right. Pop. <laughs> and the showrunner of the greatest wrestling podcast on the face of the planet, ladies and gentlemen, Josh Ramey. Bada boom, realest guy at the con. How you doing? (laughs) So, Civil War. Guys, this didn't feel like Captain America 3. This felt like Avengers 3, but with this had real heart. You know what I'm saying? This, This felt, this didn't feel like Avengers 2. Put it that way. This had, it had the same feeling that I got when watching Winter Soldier, but just with more people that I love. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, right. for sure. That's how I felt too. Right, right. Like, I, I felt like Captain America: Civil War was a mashup of like Avengers Two meets, you know, um, Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a continuation of both storylines, nicely wound together. I think the the thing that really sticks out to me with Civil War is the the character development of Vision. Like this, this is this is an artificial intelligence that has. Just feeling, and I know that's something that we have, you know, we've seen a lot of times before. But he genuinely cared, you know, he genuinely cared about Scarlet Witch, about keeping her protected, even when she, you know, puts her magic on him and throws him through the floor. He still, he didn't attack, he didn't nothing. Like he just, he kept it cool. Well, it goes kept right it back calm. to the comic, right? That's pure yeah. comic influence. Oh, hundred percent. Because he's got his, he's got a thing for her. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I love that they are slowly building up the. Scarlet Witch Vision relationship, and I love that link in the comics too. You know, so much. Like I'm a huge X Men guy, and so much of like who Scarlet Witch is has played into the X Men comics after she kind of went crazy and had M Day, mm-hmm. and that was a direct result of her relationship with her and Vision. So they do something like that, future down, Phase Four, Phase Five, where they have the Scarlet Witch Vision breakdown. Yeah, that would be amazing. 
You know what bothered me about the portrayal, though, is when he was presented as such a uh, an earnest, honest, pure character in Age of Ultron. He seemed a bit of a bitch in this movie. He did. You he know, I, like you'd be surprised almost in a way because I'm sorry. Like I understand there's both sides of the story and there's great, but in my mind, I was Team Cap as far as even agreeing with his reasoning. It all came down to the safest hands are our own for me. Little surprised to see Vision just kind of doing what he was told. You know. Yeah. You know yeah. what I got is is. I was, I was, I'm with you. I was Team Cap when I first walked into this theater. Until Tony finds out that Winter Soldier killed his parents. That moment when Tony becomes the antagonist switched my complete whole whole prime directive of this movie. Which is and until- I became Team Tony right at the end of that. The line that stole it for me was when he's got Winter Soldier, you know, in a headlock and he's like, Do you even remember them? Like there was like there was something to his voice, dude, where I was watching it and I'm just like Oh yeah! Like, no. This is what I want. You though, right? Huh? Yeah. PTSD. Which oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. felt for him and with him and understood his reasoning. Right. Not that I agreed with him. Right. Well, they but they, they, they sweetened the it movie up when that happened. Yeah. Which was so like you thought it was all wrapped up and they're buddy buddy again. And then, then no, that no. happens. And then it gets personal. It's not even about the Sokovia right. Accords anymore. Right. Well, and, and I think the greatest line that Tony says is is he goes. He killed my mother. Yeah. You know. Oh, he said he killed my mom. Yeah, killed my mom. mom. My, right, yeah, right. My mom. You like know, a street, like, yeah. yeah. Like and a little they, kid. He killed even, my mom. Even since Iron Man 1, the first movie, they've always portrayed that he wasn't a very big fan of his dad. Him and his dad never got along, but he loved his mom. Yeah. Like, that was the thing. It was like well, his dude, they, mom always kept him centered. They totally sweetened up that, that end scene with him flipping. And the reason why, at least I feel that I connected to it, is because earlier in the movie when he does that hologram thing and he's talking about... You know what's about to happen, and she's grabbing him by the yeah. face and telling him, and he's like, "I love you, Dad. I know you did the best we did." It's like, what? What's the? What's the reasoning for this scene? This scene's just here. You know what I'm saying? And like, they didn't address it until the very end of the movie, and then it was bam, and it was like, oh, it all coalesces now into something amazing. Well, look at these two guys. You've got one guy. You've got Tony Stark, mm-hmm. who's obviously PTSD'd out, and he's not really having his full faculty. And this is a guy who has only been involved in this kind of activities for how many years, right? He was just a rich playboy before. Yeah. So he didn't handle it well. I think his decisions were all personal and they were made from a messed up mind. Meanwhile, on the other side, you've got Cap, who has been through World War II and some heavy, heavy shit. Oh, this yeah. is an experienced guy who's seen the worst of the worst. Right. Much better able to handle it. Right. He and doesn't have anxiety like Iron Man does. That's the little bit that, made Cap, that kept Cap your hero, right? Well, and, and, and then Captain. Jay Mike, Towers just walked by. Who's Jay Towers? I don't know people. Hi guys. Hi. Hey Jay Towers, how are you? I'm having the best time ever at Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, like it's it's one thing like Captain America, like he Captain America wanted to be a soldier. You know, it's all he yeah. wanted to do was be a soldier. Yeah. Tony Stark was thrown into this in that first Iron Man movie when he was part of in the ambush and was captured by terrorists, you know? Yeah. So like yeah, he definitely has PSD. And so it's just it's just one of those things. I will say this though, Captain America: Civil War did what I know you love the movie, but did what Batman: Superman failed to do, and that was to establish without reason why the two superheroes are fighting. No, yeah. I think it was just a better reason. A like, better they reason. They had yeah, reason yeah. in Batman and Superman, but it was stupid reason. Martha. Right. Right. Mar- you're right. Here, hold on. Can I address something I'll here? Bang my mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is something I just need to make clear publicly because it's kind of been bugging me. 
I get the whole, oh, we have the same, our moms have the same name, that whole cheesy outlook. That's not how I saw it when I first saw the movie. What I saw was, what is the last thing that Bruce Wayne sees his father doing? Lying on the ground, dying. What's the last word he says? Martha. Martha. So when Superman said Martha, it didn't flash into Batman's head, oh my God, his mom's got the same name as me. No. He instantly envisioned his own father under his own foot, lying on the ground, uttering that same word. So when Batman flips out, and he's like, why did you say that? It's got nothing to do with his actual mom. It's got to do with the fact that the last time he saw his dad dying, he was in the same situation saying the same words. See, Jimmy, I'm going to drop a bomb right now, and I know the real reason. If you watched Hollywood Land, which was from like 2002, Ben Affleck sleeps with Diane Lane. That's what it was. That's what it was this whole time. It wasn't Diane your Lane mom is, had the same name. It was you, you banged, banged my, my mom. mom. Now there's cross-movie cam. There's cross-movie. And they knew, right? Ben, Superman knew that Ben Affleck slept with her in right. Hollywood land and said that's why he wanted to enact his revenge. That takes pure balls anyway to sleep with a Kryptonian's, a Kryptonian's <laughs> Earth mother. I'm that's just true. saying. Well, you know. Stifler can never be friends with Finch ever again. Same <laughs> reason to <laughs> Yes, very good I just point. I just love that in this movie it was the parents caused the greater fight, and then Batman and Superman the parents are who stopped the fight. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's just another polar difference between the two franchises. And I, I don't necessarily know if you can say it was a, a, even a better movie because I mean, dude, DC is they're really figuring shit out still. Yeah, no, even it's, with it's this, movie, it's yeah. apparent. Captain America 3, dude, has had how many predecessors of Marvel movies before? Eight years of they've movies. Got their, they've got their formula figured out. Yeah! Okay. Some guy. <laughs> random guy. That's what happens when you're broadcasting live at a convention. Exactly. <laughs> See, as much Never as I'm not ever a huge... argue with the guys with the microphone. <laughs> we win every time. As much as I'm a huge fan of Marvel and the formula... I don't want to see it implemented in DC. Not saying I love what they're doing. Yeah. There's parts of it I love, but I would like to see a different idea. Because I love Marvel movies. I love the formula. But it's still always, for my taste, just personally, it's too jokey. See, like, I'm I think to Civil the- War went a little... I think it should have been contained. The joke should have been contained to Spider-Man and Ant-Man, Tony Stark's remarks, and then let's see some deep-ass shit. Mm-hmm. Which really, it was just a bunch of fighting, fighting, fighting. The only thing that went on was between Stark and Captain America. No, there was the camaraderie between Falcon and Winter Soldier. That, yeah, the, the, the best bromance in history. That was amazing. <laughs> yes, you're right. That was amazing. That was well set up. But I mean, a little too much, uh, like, I don't know. There's just a, It's still a bit too much quippy for me. I, I want to see... I'd love to see a meld. I'd love to see an in-between of the two. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think one needs a little more and one needs a little less. So. I, see, I know there's... I'm late to the party, Jimmy, but I saw Deadpool for the first time last night. Oh, I know, right? I'm it's that amazing, guy. though. <laughs> um, it, like, but he, like he was saying, it's like one big dick joke the whole movie. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what yeah. Deadpool is. And it was though. entertaining yeah. and I laughed and it was fun, but like... The whole it like brought me to like almost like an eighties movie when they're like looking in the camera and talking to it. Like Breaking I'm thinking the fourth like, wall, man. Yeah, like Corey Feldman's gonna come out and like, you know, I think we're gonna just you know That's the character well, see, though. I he want... does that in the in the comic he talks. He's like I'm in a, he acknowledges he's in a comic yeah. book and it it's a it, like the comic is a big yeah, he's, he's the only but comic like character that knows. Him, but he was he's making fun of himself, like the Green Lantern, yeah. the the one X Men yeah. character he was, I forget that. He kinda had to though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Well do you? Yeah. For him, 
to come in this role? Did Ben Affleck have to acknowledge he was the, the lead proprietor and fashionably male in Mallrats? No. Because he's Ben Affleck. Have to do that. <laughs> they only did that because they could. So That's Superman, the cool I'm going to get you in an uncomfortable position. You know? I don't <laughs> the Volkswagen. So, That's the cool thing about Deadpool is you can. That's why they did. He didn't need to do that, but they had the opportunity. How often in a movie do you get to make fun of yourself as a real And they person? made fun of all. The, they took all the ammo out of everybody, which is why it was so good. Because all the things that were like, oh, there's only going to be uh, two X-Men in the house and all that other shit. They brought all that stuff up and it's like. How are you going to fire at us if we already take all the jokes? Do you jokes? remember you know when they I'm leaked saying? the footage? They leaked the test footage. And yeah. then when the car is flying over and he sticks out and he goes, Hi, Tony. Uh-huh. You know who Tony is? No. It's the head of uh, Fox. The head oh, okay. of all of Fox Entertainment. Like the main top guy. Gotcha. That's who he was talking to when the car. He's like, Hi, Tony. <laughs> like, we can do this, you know? Oh, Which, yeah. They, oh, yeah. They, no holds barred, right to the top. I loved, I loved it. I thought it was yeah. good. I did. Well, I mean, and the so lizard lady from V, I got to see her boobies again, which is always a bonus. Yes, 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 you can never. <laughs> so, She's I a, mean, a Monica, uh, how do you say it? Monica Baccarin? Marina. Marina Baccarin. She's now pregnant. With and ben she's McKenzie's married with kid. the guy from Gotham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and she's yeah. now going to be on the new NBC comedy based off of a DC comic about people who work in an office where superheroes exist. So wait a minute, what? Oh, is powers. she leaving? Yeah, Go- yeah power- powers. Powerless. She's not going to yeah. come back called to powerless? Gotham at all? Powerless? It's called Powerless, I believe. Okay. Yeah. What? So, so is she bailing Jesus. from Gotham? I, 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 I'm not caught up in Gotham, but I think her character died in Gotham. You say no, you saw watching it. Oh, are yeah. you from Walking Dead? Oh. Maybe, maybe she's just become a reincurring character. I don't yeah. know. I'm behind on Gotham, so I'm not really sure. But yeah, she's now. She should be on cast in that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hmm. yeah. I uh, Gotham's just that show, dude. I can't. I can't get into. I love it. Out of it all of them, I, 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 I can't stop watching it. I, I, Are you? Yeah. yeah? You I mean, love I it? I just talked oh, before, yeah. dude. I, dude, I love that show. Yeah, yeah. it's better and better. Yeah, maybe, you, maybe I just need to give it like a third chance because <laughs> the first two didn't do it for me. It I was keep up with you, Jimmy. Yeah. But we were talking. I was talking about this with Robin Lord Taylor in Philly was how the show is allowed to go up and down. They're still fighting themselves. He admittedly yeah. was like, you know, especially the first season, we're really trying to find the show. Because that's a difficult concept to just bam and get it off the bat, right? Right. Off the bat. No, David, <laughs> as someone who actually likes Gotham a lot, do you think the show will benefit from a time jump? Because that's one thing I hear a lot of people saying is that is that they want to see no, like a five no, to ten year time just jump want Batman, and see and an older Batman. Patient. Yeah, no. Be patient. Now, do you think yeah. we will ever see a Batman on Gotham? Yes. Yeah. I think that kid himself. You see how quickly seventh he's season. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Though like, only like, was like, Michael Keaton. Otherwise, forget it. Not Michael Keaton now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Child Michael Keaton. <laughs> Child no. Mike, no. Michael Keaton then. No, Mister Mom. <laughs> Mister Mom era. Michael. The, the multiplicity. Michael Keaton. <laughs> oh yeah. The dumb one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you get a copy of a copy? 220, 221, whatever it takes. How do you go from Batman to a snowman? Oh, Jack Frost? <laughs> oh, yeah. Freeze. Go to 12. For it will be the impending sound of your doom. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I love Schwarzenegger as uh, Victor Freeze. Now available at the That was store. great, dude. <laughs> no, available at the App Store, Mobile Strike. Get to the freezer. Get to the freezer now. Do it. <laughs> so, all right, back to Civil War. We went off on a tangent. So, can I? Can yeah. I, when we were talking about the funny stuff, I think one of my favorite little things was when they were fighting, and they showed, and I'm in the theater, and I'm watching, and they showed Hawkeye and Black Widow fighting, and I'm like, 
See, that was one of the moments where I was like, oh, was here, here's a joke coming. Yeah. Like, you saw them coming at that point, yeah. you know? Oh, see, I, I was like, they better acknowledge that they're really close friends, and then they and then they did, yeah. so I was like, Well, I think okay. my favorite joke was the when Spidey's holding the walkway, and he's like, ugh, yeah. and, and Cap's like, where are you from, kid? He's like, Queens, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That yeah. was great. Yeah. But you know what I loved about, okay, two things about Spider-Man. I love how strong they made him. Oh, they made yeah. a point to show that oh, yeah, dude. this kid is it's strong. Powerful. Dude, he, when he's holding Winter Soldier's arm, he's like, yeah, dude, he's like, you got a metal arm? Yeah. That's like, cool. It's so nothing. <laughs> the look that Winter Soldier gives him is yeah. just like... Because really, to date, if you think about it, other than Hulk and Thor, who even knows about Thor, Spider-Man is the strongest character that the Marvel Universe has had yet. Yeah. Which is... They really, really show that. Also, here's the other thing, though. Here's my question. You ready? You know when Ant-Man... By the way, I guess spoilers abound. <laughs> but when Ant-Man does the the the, the shield flip, yeah. you know, he sneaks up on a Spidey and flip. Does Spidey not have spider sense? Would that not have warned him of the little ant creature? I think he was too small. That's one thing I can say that the spider sense didn't and he wasn't consider And he wasn't annoying. attacking him, well, though. And, and also, true. though, that's, true. that's where the, the spider sense you, comes on. Yeah, is it more something like a quick thing where something's, it's more of a reaction? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Where yeah. He's something's like, about like to hit me. Vibrate, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, though, right before the, the flip happens, he goes, guys, there's, like, like, like I think at that second, Spider-Man catches on, but he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, doesn't he go, oh, and then yeah, he goes, sorry, yeah. flip. Yeah, so yeah. Like, like, I think Spider-Man knows, but he's not prepared for it. You got to figure, too, like, he's just a guy, he's this kid that Tony Stark just randomly grabbed and said, you're coming with me to Germany, and we're yeah, going to go fight yeah. these guys. Like, yeah, I got homework. They did it, they did it but how badass is Ant-Man for yeah. them making, it was so brilliant to make him the one to first get the one up on Spider-Man. Yeah. You, you never think of it, and you love him. Paul Rudd's so funny, but then when Ant-Man does something, you're just like, that is a badass kid. You forget badass. what size can do. Have right. you guys seen that meme where it's like 60 Spider-Man? It, seen that meme where 60 Spider-Man's like crawling on the ground with a wrench and he's trying to hit something that you can't see and they're like, Spider-Man versus Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. I just, I mean, that movie too and the Ant-Man like, like it's just made, helped me that, that fight scene. Especially when he's like, I have an idea, something I can do. Well, I've done it once in a lab and I passed out but I think it would be good work no it was brilliantly done man they handled they just went right into it no explanation at all we know who Spider-Man is yep. here he is in his apartment yeah, we didn't need an go. origin story yeah. that was another thing they did that Batman and Superman didn't need to do well the same thing with Black the, Panther too yeah oh dude Black Panther Red, in that Black movie Panther was great Panther origin story was two sentences yep. in Wakanda and quick the warrior is always a black panther he's protected Wakanda kill his dad quick they didn't yeah. show it too long now he's pissed off okay I get this keep going with the movie you yeah. know yeah. made it well alright let's talk about the new Power Ranger suits those we got to see those Will tell me what you think going with the look they're going with Reaver Pulsa it fits with the style they're going for. I think right. they're going for more of a modern uptake. Bio-organic. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and they're modern after like more of like the new Transformers movie, the new Turtles She's movie. She's drastically you know? different, though, so, right? Oh, well, dra- yeah, there's yeah. no giant cones on her head. Okay. There's no none of that. But see, the thing is, though, is like she's green and gold. She All right, in Power Rangers, she has the six power coins. She has the Dragon Zord coin, okay, that... She got 10,000 years ago from Zordon, and and now she has it, okay? 
when Jason David Frank gets introduced into the Power Rangers, he's evil at first because Rita has the six power coin. That's the ranger she's going to use to destroy the rest of the Power Rangers. When he shows up, he can sneak into the command center because in the command you can only get in the command center if you have a coin. Okay. <laughs> you can only get into the command center. If you, they're showing me a box of nerds. I'm showing my I'm showing my nerd wang right now. But they're like he had the sick power coin and he showed it to, to the evil warlock and he said, I will defeat you. He said, no. So, he, well, he, he and, and anyway, long story short, she's the one that controls the... <laughs> she, she's the one that controls the sick power coin. You know it's bad when the nerds are making fun of the nerds. Hey, I'm sorry. It shows, okay? Yeah, when do the tech guys become the bullies? <laughs> so... I mean, and and there hasn't been an acknowledgement of the Green Ranger in this casting. Okay, they're showing the they show the five, they show all the other colors, they show her as this dragon like, you know, costume themed character. Well, she looks like she'll be more active. Oh looks yeah, like she'll be doing yeah. more fighting than the old. Ones. Yeah, which is good because be just hanging out in the moon, hanging out in the moon, getting send pissed my off. Minions. Yeah, send my minions. Yeah, send my minions again. Her name is Rita. Repulsa. Yeah. How are they going to make this movie cool, Jimmy? By bringing her brother in, who's Rito Revolto. <laughs> Stop. Are they going to play this yeah, for laughs? That's real. Are they going to play this movie for any laughs? Because it looks like it's higher budget, but do you think there'll be laughs? Or? I think so. I think they're going to make it a little campy just because the original series is so campy. And when, they, when they're calling, they're paying tribute to the original series, that our original series, which... The age average is 25 to 30 years old for that series. So they're going to have to throw in some stuff because they know that, yes, kids are going to go because Power I'm Rangers I'm 43 still, and I watched it. Don't, you, you don't. see what I'm saying? Like, the kids are going to go because it's still a prevalent series. No, we series. were talking about it with uh, your boy JDF, yo. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> No, but I said, like, that hit a nerve for us growing up with Ultraman and Johnny Sacco. And all that others, right? <laughs> I know, yeah, I'm a total nerd. So when Power Rangers came out, I, 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 maybe I was 18, maybe I was 21, I don't remember. But I was like, oh, I'm so watching this because it totally brought me back to when I was a kid watching that. Oh, yeah, it continue, It continues that, like, Japanese Tosaku, you know. Voltron, that was, like, one of my it's favorite. giant robots it, fighting, dude. Right. Like, how can you not like that? If you're into, all right, Johnny Sacco, Ultraman, Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla, yeah. all that stuff. Mecha. Like, all, Mecha. Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> sorry, my bad. Drinking. But that shit, that shit just keeps it, it keeps it going. You know, why do you think Pacific Rim was so amazing? Because they kept that formula and just. Uh, Guillermo del Toro threw his Guillermo del Toro spin on it. That movie I can't pissed me off. That was so stupid. What? We're talking about Guillermo del Toro and the Power get, get Rangers along? in the same conversation. Yeah, right. That's what you get on the Ninja Starship yeah. live on Podcast Detroit. They had to have two people running the suit, but they had to get along. Like They can't just talk to they each had, other. Yeah, they had, to, so have, they had to be compatible. Well, that up. That's so dumb. Well, that way, not for drama and love story bullshit. Yes, because God. not the average Joe can just Toilet. jump in. Why couldn't they? Because they got to be mind compatible. Dumb. Who's mind <laughs> How do you know? I think it's I, dumb too. I don't know. I don't, you dumb. <laughs> Get off the mic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just, you have to take one of those personality I'm tests. I'm sorry. I was that age. I was just <laughs> right? too old. Like, like Power Rangers came out. I think my little brother was getting into them. And I was just old enough a teenager that I was like, well... It's about sex and beer now. This is the cheesiest, <laughs> campiest thing I've ever seen. I'm sorry. Like, I appreciate it now because I see 
how it means to you. Oh, but yeah. I just never got it. I was just like, this is easy. like even a six year old would find this. You know what needs nope. a reboot? Great space coaster. Yeah. I'm going to find a producer. Gnu. Great good news. Thank you. No, good news is good, good news. Like a, look at the look no confusion idea. on Jimmy's no face. Space coaster. coaster. Get on board for the great space coaster. Let's explore the ride fantasy <laughs> to a place where dreams fly fast and free. Oh, with new friends and new things right to see. That's okay. Yes, We're spinning through the galaxy. I've always wanted to see you live. <laughs> guys remember Dr. Snuggles? Uh, he was a little professor dude who had a that camel That was the guy down the street with the camel. ice cream truck in the driveway. <laughs> he was a camel in the clouds. I remember, no, I remember This may have been a Canadian Mr. show. Probably I Mr. apologize Bieber. if this was a Canadian show, but it was about... There was this professor, and he had a friend badger. The grassy junior high? And they high? had a, a, wooden made, a wooden made rocket ship that they would take to the clouds to drink tea with a camel in the clouds. See, here's what I've... Crazy here's shit. Here's what I've become yeah, convinced. Dude. That nobody ever talked about. The people that made shows for us when we were kids... Were tripping out Must of their mind. You remember that shit and stuff? Oh my god, dude! Yeah. Adrian, a talking flute, witchy poo, big giant Big Mac. What were those heads. things even? Like, I, were they monsters or creatures? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. So much Elliot. You only realize it now as an adult, but so much LSD was flowing through those. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Canada only made one TV show in the history of Canada, which is Degrassi Junior High. No, they so did. They, 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 they just show that well, they did twenty-four hours. They show that, yeah. You get eight hours of that of Degrassi, then an hour of you can't do that on television. A little bit of the littlest hobo, which brought and us a lot of sports. Because right. oh, yeah. Strange Brew was even made here for crying out loud. Even though they, they said they were from, here? I could have sworn they might have made it here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The what do you spot. think about the pitch meetings for half the stuff that we grew up on? Like, so there's these Italian plumbers, right? And then they fight the mushrooms. Like they go down the pipe and they can shoot fire and they get big and, and, like, and a giant get, lizard rules them all. the magic yeah. mushrooms, yeah. they get powers, yeah. man. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then they can shoot fire. Kids dude. are gonna love this shit, man. <laughs> it's like, no dude, it's like total flower power. Right. Get it? Yeah, no <laughs> How much is it bugging you that that Power Ranger down there has the wrong weapon? Oh, not too much, man. Okay. To each their own. Hey, let I'm me not ask that you, big of a Jimmy, let me ask you a question. Not a screen accurate cast. Yeah, yeah, not. <laughs> I was just, we were told, joking earlier, like, you're Jason David Frank and you're in a con and you're signing autographs and you're being cool with everybody. You see that one guy in a green power suit and you just go like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, you know he's going <laughs> to, like, I better be on my A game. Like, oh, yeah. In season three of episode 42. <laughs> <laughs> when you battle the evil warlock to try to battle for the fifth coin. <laughs> No, was that a real thing or was it fake? <laughs> Did you really what, fly? What was going through your mind right then? <laughs> because in my in my fan fiction, I wrote down that. Oh, oh. that that's not a joke. That's real. That's real. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Josh. I've read, I've read Jimmy's fan fiction. It's a little bit on the rock side. I'm just saying. I, I would picture him as a slash guy. <laughs> Did you ever see Amy Jo Johnson's boobies? <laughs> I want one day, maybe. Uh, when she's seventy. When she's seventy, and career she goals. Care. I like how she kept. I like how at the panel she kept apologizing after, like when every question was asked, she had to first apologize. Yeah. Because people are like, blah, 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 blah. She'd be like, I'm sorry, guys. I don't remember shit. Yeah. She pretty much said that. She's like, because I smoked a lot of weed during that. I was smoking (laughs) weed one day, and they threw me in a giant Zord machine, and I was like, She's like, that's what they're called, right? Zords. And I'm like, yes, that's what they're called. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. we are here 
at the Motor City Comic Con. What are what are what are some of the highlights that you underneath guys are the giant finally, P sign. underneath the giant P sign? Finally, we are. Yeah, well, I didn't We're gonna get peed on. <laughs> uh, I finally got to meet Mike Zapsic. Yes, Mike Zapsic helped my show. He was on my 25th episode and my 100th episode. This weekend is partially being recorded my 200th episode. I get to finally meet him in person, and he can pot on the show. So it all came around That's real nice. super cool, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Really Very nice, cool. You know? Those guys are great. He makes awesome hot sauce, by the way. I have a bottle. Yeah, my wife nice, blew through yeah. it, and he goes, I'll send you more. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Beauty. yeah got, to, uh, got to provide tech support for uh, you know, Mike and Ming <laughs> during their panel. Oh, very cool. <laughs> very cool. Uh, when, when you have a podcast on Podcast Detroit Network, you also get Dave as your tech guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that's the yeah, bonus. Yeah, you, there's a friggin' you got a whole staff full of AV crew, but no, Ming comes to us. Yeah. yeah. Well, this guy makes Ford run, so it works. <laughs> Is that what Ming does? Well, you know, I mean, in 20 years? I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. our tech guy's better. <laughs> I had to wear the Flash Gordon shirt just for him, Flash <laughs> Man. You know? you? Yeah. No, I, I would have worn it anyway. I wore this shirt. I'm such a mark for Flash Gordon. When Sam Jones was at the Dearborn Comic Con, I walked up to him in this shirt. And he's like, great shirt. And I'm like, I didn't know what to say. It's like, I'm meeting Flash Gordon. And I'm like, thanks. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, oh, yeah, this one? No, it's no big deal. Did you enjoy the, the whole Ted thing? Yeah, I just, I just threw oh, God, that was, yeah. you know, just so, No, the thing with Ted is shirt. I didn't know he was in Ted when I met him at this thing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, there purely yeah. as a Flash Gordon mark. And then uh, the guy did a speed painting of Flash Gordon with Flash Gordon music playing in front of Flash Gordon, signed by Flash Gordon. And they had a au- live auction. And you're gonna, you're not going to outbid the, the 40-year-old guy with money with a Flash Gordon T-shirt. I'm just saying right now. <laughs> and, uh, so that's some bitches in my basement. Yes. Um, nice. Oh, yeah, that, that was seriously Sweet one of the victory. But like, when I'm watching Ted, and my ringtone to this day is Knight Rider. So when, when Mark Wahlberg's phone goes off and it's Knight Rider, I grab my phone. And I'm in my living room with my wife. And I go... Holy shit, that's his ringtone in the movie. And then Flash Gordon comes out, and I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That's like, fantastic. The best man. thing with Flash Gordon, I, one story, and then I'll stop talking. Um, his kids, he had like a bunch of kids, a whole litter. And they would walk around and, like, Daddy, I want this, sign something for them. So they would walk up to the booth, and the kids would just take stuff and expect their father to sign an autograph to, like, pay for whatever it is that they took. And I'm like, that's not going to work out well. Someone's going to yeah, say right? no eventually. Right. But that's no, but hilarious. that was cool. He was a great guy. Hell yeah, man. Good times. I never, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a, a, a bad nerd confession right now. I've never seen the original Flash Gordon. <laughs> I swear, I haven't made no friendship over. I know, I know of it. I know what happens, but I've never watched. Impetuous boy! (laughs) I kept back earlier. I haven't seen even seen uh, Pacific Rim yet. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, just haven't got around. That's something you got to check out. We're having a gay party. You guys are both invited. We're going to go back to back. Flash Gordon, Pacific Rim. Okay, I'm down. (laughs) I'm down. Let's do this. The Flash and Rim show. All right, we're at a half hour. That's good enough for day one. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Sure. Okay. We'll come back Plenty tomorrow. Plenty of time tomorrow. Plenty of time tomorrow. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Ninja Starship, part one. <laughs> <laughs> Slash A point A point four Omega Alpha. I don't know. Tiffany's. Niner. <laughs> is there a Niner? Is there a Niner in there? <laughs> this is a previously recorded episode.